is you have to receive the man of God as a father. So you see, when God, when God leads you to follow a man of God, like Elijah followed Elijah, it's important for you to receive him as a father. You clearly notice from the story of Elisha. Elisha had an earthly father. He was called Shaphat. 2 Kings 3.11. Elisha, the son of Shaphat. He had an earthly father, but Elijah became his spiritual father. By the time Elijah was taken up away, he cried. 2 Kings 2 verse 12. He said, and Elisha saw it and cried, my father, my father. So, a step to receiving the anointing is to see the person also as a father. There are many people in the church, to them, I'm a pastor, to them, that's fine. But such a person, I'm not expecting you to get anything, you won't receive any anointing. To some people, you know, Maybe I'm a, a prophet or whatever to them. To some people, you know, I'm, I'm everything except a father to them. And um, you can receive. Because anointing is a spiritual birthright. It's, it's an inheritance. Inheritance doesn't go to people who don't, you know, you give it to your children. That's what you get. See, and you see, this is what you must understand. Just by being a spiritual son or a daughter, you see, certain things you, you will not have to fight. Fight it. It is your inheritance. Whatever is on salvation clinic, as you become a son or a daughter, it, it becomes your inheritance. You don't need to even pray about it. You see yourself, you know, yes. Inheriting certain blessings. And that is why you must help to build it. Because whatever height we reach, that's your inheritance. If you and, and this is where many people they come, they join the church, but that transformation never happens. So to them, I just remain a pastor to them. And when you have that mindset, all they want to do is they come and receive. You just want to come and receive, pray for us, and then we go. So they don't serve, they don't do anything. And um, you cannot be anointed like that. You won't receive anything. So why is it important for you to receive a man of God as a father? There are two important reasons. Number one, A person who doesn't have a father is very different from someone who has parents. And it's true. When you don't have any father, you don't have guidance. You lack guide you guide you lack guidance, direction. 
A fatherless person has a life full of struggles. A fatherless person will have life full of struggles. Yeah. If you have a father, for instance, you know, even now, if you go to the university right now, there are, there are some people who are there, they don't have fathers. And what are, how are they how are they supporting themselves? They have to work. They have to work. If you don't have parents, your, your situation is very different. You know, so there's somebody, I once met somebody in the traffic, and he said he has to sell. He has to sell in the traffic on holidays. He will sell on holidays time to make money and get his school fees so that when school reopens, then he use it to pay his school fees. That is how. Meanwhile, there's somebody too, he has a father. Because he has a father, he doesn't have to think about raising money or school fees. No, no, your, your, this father takes care of that. So it's the same way spiritually. When you don't have a father, when you don't have a father, you are going to have a lot of struggles. A lot of struggles. You will lack guidance. Like like I'm telling you, go and do lines, go and do your lances. You don't have a father. Nobody cares about you. What you do with your life, what you want to do is up to you. And you know, most often you know, you, you end up you just make mistakes with your life. You make terrible, terrible mistakes and you'll be struggling. There's no guidance. This is why it's a blessing to have somebody to even instruct you. Do it. Do this way. Do this. Dress like this. If you're a young girl, dress like this. See? Behave like this. If you're a young girl, learn how to smile. Makes you more beautiful. Don't make your face like a bonyo face. You smile, it makes you beautiful. See? When you have a father, you hear some of you hear instructions. When you don't have a father, you hear nothing. And you'll be struggling. You 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 know. When somebody tells you, Oh, you are very beautiful. You've never had a father telling you, Oh, you are beautiful. You look nice. So when a donkey comes and says you are you are beautiful. You just go and you give yourself to them. You lack instruction. Your life, a fatherless person, is a is a is a a mobile, a mobile. Struggles will abound. Orphans always struggle. Orphans, and your future is uncertain. See, when you have a father, you know what is mine. You you know. Like spiritual, even spiritually, you know there's an anointing on your father. It's your inheritance. So you you can, you are looking up. If God has done this with my father, then this is my inheritance. I I will get the same thing, unless you don't become a child, or you you know you don't really transform. Then it's uncertain. Very If you are my true son and daughter, doesn't matter where you are now in life. You should, you should look up and say, mm, this is my inheritance. God will give me this. I will, uh, this will come into my life.
everything that God has given to you. That is the least you can get. That's the least. All my pastors, all my in the UK, they, they've all got everything. I told them when they joined them, they were nobodies, they didn't have anything, they were struggling. And I told them, give God's work time, whatever God has given to you. If you become a son, you get it. And today they all have the same thing, everything. They're all married, they're all working, they all have jobs. No. They've got their papers, uh, everything. So, if me, if you are, you know, you are in an international ministry, then you become, a, you become, if you receive it, as part of the anointing, you, you have to receive the man who says everything that you know, may I have access, I have access to 100 and almost 100 and almost 190 or so, almost 190, about 80, 180 something countries that I can go easy, free. You don't need any long, long story there. I can go. Yeah. Having statue, you have having statue in US, having you know, having statue in US, two locations. We've done all this before. So traveling, when it is time for you to travel overseas, if you just the doors will just open, just you won't struggle at all. Yeah, it's an inheritance. It's, it's an inheritance of the ministry. Good marriages is also one of the inheritance you can get. So, the first reason why you must have a father is because somebody who hasn't got a father, your life is different. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't have a father, you really lack help help. It's, it's not easy. When we first started the ministry, people that you wanted them to be fathers, they don't want they don't want, you know. Yeah. So you people are very fortunate. Very lucky. Nobody sat me down like I'm doing with you. Nobody. Nobody sat me down. When we started the ministry. No. So it's, it's, a, it's you, are, you are blessed. So, the second reason is that why you must have a father because of because inheritance flows naturally from a father to his children, naturally. The inheritance of anointing and gifts, Ephesians one eighteen, is something that is known as spiritual inheritance. Ephesians one eighteen talks about that spiritual inheritance. And that comes to you naturally, naturally, without struggle. Yeah. So you have to receive the man of God as a father. It's a step to the anointing. Yeah. Some people, they, they receiving me as a boss is different from receiving me as a father. It's different. It's not the same. Some people, see, when they 
even not even like servant master relationship but like like a boss so those are the ones that they think that you should pay them you should pay them and they are more into the relationship like me for benefits and other things that I can get yeah so you have to be careful how to receive a father how do you do it then let's look at that step how do you receive someone as a father well how do you receive somebody as a father yes everybody should contribute something how do you receive somebody as a father Acknowledge my presence, presence. Okay. What else? Eh? You must have a voice in your life. Okay. Yes. Who else? How do you receive somebody as a father in your life? Recognizing the person to be your father. Okay. Yes. Who else? What is he spoken? Everybody should contribute. He must be able to discipline you. Yeah. Yes, who else? Constructions. Okay, yes. How do you receive the question is how do you receive somebody as a father? That's the question. Huh? Okay, do many jobs. Obeying. Okay, so how do you receive someone as a father? Well, you've mentioned some of the points. First one is when somebody is your father, he can speak freely into your life and you trust what he says. See, there are some people in the church. See, a sign that you are, I'm, I'm your father is when I say something, you trust, you trust what I'm saying. But there are some people who are in church, you know, not necessarily like in this church, but there are some people who are in church and they don't trust their pastors. They believe that their pastors are chopping money. They, they, you know, whatever the pastors are saying, they don't believe it. So, how can such a person be your father? In the home, naturally, children always trust their fathers. Naturally, if he's a long child, he trusts you. Look at, look at Eliana. If you're a child like that, you just trust your father. My father can pick me up and He's not afraid that the father will drop drop hair or anything. Just just absolute trust. But if if she grows, and the father was to try to you know to 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 pick her, and she stops, she she will she will, she will start doubting. Oh, he's going to drop me. He's going to do this. Going to do that. And that's because now you are an adult. You don't really acknowledge the person as a father. So. A person should be free to, your father should be able to speak to you freely, speak into every area of your life without you 
getting offended every area in your marriage in your finances every area you know recently some people came for counseling and what was their problem no they, they don't know whether they should have a baby or not have a baby and they, they, they are debating it so I spoke to them and I told them look this is it so and I and advised them and, and that was it that was the end of the argument and debate why was I able to say that to them because they've they, they believe I'm a father to them and by that I can speak to them in every area of their life but there are other couples too who you don't know anything they don't discuss any things like this you can't even tell them you can't even advise them even if you tell them they will go and do the very opposite tell them wait no wait it's not very advisable now to have a child you, you, they will not even listen. You, in two weeks, they will go and get themselves pregnant. And then you see trouble and problem and problem and all sorts of things. See? And then they will come and make it look as if, oh, it is your fault as a pastor why this thing is happening. Meanwhile, when you are advised, you didn't listen. Or you didn't even search for any advice or counseling. Not that somebody wants to control you, but you come if you come for advice and we speak to you freely you see a sign that someone is a father you can speak freely i should be able to tell you hey don't do this and then you know you should listen so a pastor can be a good man of god to some people but to others he can become a father when a person becomes a father to you one of the main features is an attitude of fullest trust in him. Fullest trust. That attitude makes you admire and open up to him. Yeah. You should come and tell me, oh, this is what happened in my life. This is, I made a mistake here. I did this. And yeah, some of you, you, you know, you are, you are so secretive. Very, very secretive. That means you are, you are not really my, my, my child. You are hiding things. Very secretive. And there are some of you too. You know, you are so, you know, you are you you you, you, you admire, you trust, you are open, you've opened up to me. Yeah. There are some people they and they are sometimes grown ups, they come and tell me. And they will open up. When I was eight years old, I was raped. I was the, and, and they will tell you. So I'm not a virgin. So and I say yes. <laughs> what is the matter? Huh? What's it then? You should open up. See, you you hide things. You, you know, there are some people in their church. They are, they have boyfriends, secrets. We, we, we don't know. Hiding things. You don't trust. You can't open up because you know you don't want advice. 
you think you can do it um, you'll be there so it's a sign sign that you are receiving it's an you know, attitude that makes you admire and you open up you can never really open up to up your spirit to someone unless you trust so you trust your father you trust him that he, he is there so that's how you receive somebody as a father as you allowing the person to speak freely and then opening up there are some people they are in the church which is fine I only hear about certain things from other people or you know after the thing has backfired then they will come but they won't, they won't come and tell you if you have a problem you are here you know have any problem you, you can't open up to me you can't come and tell me you know. then you see you are stopping yourself also from receiving the anointing even though you are around me you should you should be free to tell me everything me, my children they tell me everything tell me their woes their troubles everything and I think they don't hide anything from even if they are having menstrual problems, they are comfortable to share it with me. It's fine. You know, they trust me. So if you are my spiritual child, you don't have to hide anything from me. Doesn't matter what it is, you should be able to open up. Doesn't matter what the experience is. If as I told you, I've had people, they will come and they will tell me, you know, this and this happened. And, you know, before they were aware, they, 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 they had committed fornic- they are from fornicated. And so I'll blast you a little bit, or I'll just tell you, no, you didn't do well. Then, next time, we have to be careful, or I'll advise you, you know, depending on the situation. And then that's it. They're free. See, this is why I was telling you this story about this guy that was around me. And having this relationship with another church member. And when I asked, he lied. He couldn't open up to me. He just looked me in the face and lied to me. And from all indications to he'd gone to sleep with somebody in their in their previous church, made them pregnant and ran away. That's why he ran away here. You know. So if you've come, you can't receive any anointing if you can't open up. So if you are here and you've you've murdered somebody before, you should let me know. If you are here. You you are not a virgin. It's fine. (laughs) But you can't pretend. You have to let me know. your sexual escapades. <laughs> Recently, somebody came to see me. I was telling me about their sexual escapades. And, uh, <laughs> which resulted in them impregnating someone. Yeah. 
I said the person that no, it is fine. I mean, it is all, I've already done it. It's in the past. So let's move on. And advise the person what you have to do. You, you, you can't just have a child and give the child like that. You have to take responsibility. It's a big case. But you see, if you don't have a good father, he will tell you, or he doesn't care. But your life is locked. As long as this child is alive, if you don't do the right thing, you have locked yourself in life. Okay, it's a case. So advise this person and I told this person. Hmm? But you see, the good thing is that this person was bold enough to come and tell me. So what does that I wasn't looking at the sin or whatever the person is. What I was looking at is the fact that he's opening up to, to come and tell me this. It's indicating that is receiving me as a father. He or she is receiving me as a father. You know? And that's the, that's the most important thing. Not the, not the mistakes of the past, because you can't do anything about it, but the current thing, that that's what God is watching now. Yeah. So, despite whatever had happened in the past, you see that this person can become anointed. Yeah. Because what you might think is a mistake, God will turn it around powerfully. So you have to open up. Don't be secretive. You know? Don't hide things. If you trust somebody, you know, as if that trust will let you open up. So if you have secrets. And the thing is that, the thing is that, you will. Um, for instance, if you were if you were doing something in your secondary school and you have, one day you never know whom you one day you are standing there to preach and you see that somebody lift his head. But because it's not a secret, because we know. You say, oh, what what are you? You are not. You can't come and blackmail anybody. So, you have to open up. <laughs> Number two, maintain great respect and admiration for anyone you want to receive as a father. You have to maintain great respect and admiration. You have to do it. That's how you receive a father. Maintain great respect and admiration. Jesus prayed, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be our name. So Jesus even maintained that. Yeah. Maintain great admiration. So that's some of the things that you were mentioning. These are some of the points that we mentioned. Maintain great respect and admiration for anyone you want to receive as a father. You can't say somebody's your father and you don't respect them. You don't admire them. It won't work. Accept the person's position and authority. 
So once you accept that this is a father, you, you see that you, ne you, you should never fight a father. It's a dangerous violation. Never fight a father. And we, instead, give honor to them. Respect them. Never fight your father's authority. Proverbs 30, verse 17. Someone should read it. Proverbs 30, verse 17. Proverbs 30, verse 17. Read it. That's what happens if you fight a father, any type of father. It's a dangerous thing. God will never support you. Never. Right. The ravens, they are, they are demons. So the more you resist the father's authority, every kind of father, spiritual father, biological father, stepfather, adopted father, any father-in-law, anybody that is a father figure or a mother figure, if you disrespect them, you are only inviting demons into your life. So, don't fight a father. Never fight a father. Rather, accept the father's position and authority. You know that I've 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 I've, I've um, done some, been to some weddings. There have been some weddings even when in the UK. Where I had to become somebody's father, they, they, you know, so I, I had to be. I was their, I'm their spiritual father, but when they were getting wedded, they didn't have any father there, so they made me their father. I've, I've had, in Ghana here too, I've, I've had people make me their father like that, you know, and um, so every kind of father. So you honor them, don't fight them. There are some people that give, you know, even after that, after doing these things for them, they, they haven't bothered to even honor or any, anything. They don't, that's it. See, and when your, your relationship with your father determines a lot, and definitely with your spiritual father, it will determine whether you get anointed or not. It's very important. It's a very, it's a very important relationship which you must cultivate, develop, and have a way of keeping trust, keeping a distance that will healthy distance that will make you still have admiration and um, and then lastly You want to receive somebody as a father. As, as I'm talking about spiritual father here. Follow the man of God closely. Follow him very closely. Follow him closely. All those who receive the anointing from their spiritual fathers, they follow their mentors very closely. Elijah stayed close to Elijah to the very end. Elijah tried so many times to get rid of 
Elisha, but she, he wouldn't listen. And at the very end, he was rewarded by getting the anointing. So you have to follow closely. Follow closely. There are some people on our WhatsApp groups. You are following very closely. You're following. They listen. All the online programs, they are there. I'm not there in the UK, but they are following closely. Every program they are watching, they are the ones commenting, morning devotions. We put something on their platform, they, they are following, monitoring, and then they comment back. You, you are here. You don't do any, you, are, you don't follow, you are just aloof. You are aloof. You don't comment, you don't do anything, you are just there. Which is, you know, you cannot receive the anointing like that. Not receive the anointing like that. So, how to receive a father? What have we said so far? Uzziah. Determines what? Okay. What's the last thing that we mentioned? You have to follow the man of God very closely. So, three ways to follow a man of God. Three ways to follow a man of God. Number one, physical association and close interaction. Physical association and close interaction. So through physical association, close interaction, and personal acquaintance with an anointed servant of God, Joshua, you know, Joshua is an example. So like now, you guys are very lucky to have physical association, close interaction, and personal acquaintance with a servant of God. And when you have that opportunity, most often you'll be like serving in a servant, servant position. You'll be serving them, you know, and they'll become a father also to you. And you can follow a man of God.
So we've read already Second Kings chapter three verse eleven. So physical. So this is what you guys have, and it's, it's a way to catch the anointing. So you, if you're going to be around and spend all this time, you are having physical interaction. See, all these things are going on. If at the end of the day, you still, you know, you are not anointed, it means that you you didn't take these opportunities well. You misused it. Now, so physical, we have physical association. And then the next way to follow a man of God is by following his words closely. Have to follow his words closely. So now, with the words, because of technology, now, the words that I'm saying, that's why I insist that we should record them. So that I don't need to be physically with you. You now must discipline yourself and get the words. So now technology, we are recording everything for you. After I finish talking, you can still have access to it. But many of you don't do it, so you will not get anointed. You should be listening to tapes constantly. Keep listening to the words. Like me, Bishop Doug, I've only seen him only once. I've met him physically only once. Sat with him close only once. But that is not the only way I can associate with him. So thanks to technology, I can can still, it is as if I have him sat with me and I'm talking to him when I, I and how do I do by following his words closely listening to the messages listening to the messages so uh, I'm having interaction with him and you know I I receive the anointing that way through just listening interacting I can even when when if he's sitting here sit sat here and I'm talking to him I can pause him I'll just be listening but through technology now, I can rewind him and I'll pause him back and go forward or skip this part and go here and listen, listen intelligently. So you follow a man of God by listening to his words. And so those who listen, you can tell. You see that when, when they are speaking, they are quoting. They are always quoting. And even, you know, they will be saying, and maybe if the bishop said or the... Uh, the you know, our papa, our papa said this, and sometimes they will be quoting, and you know, you, you see people who listen. I always know people who listen and people who don't listen. Most of you, even even the, the, when we, like we finish a program like this in the evening, or even especially the Sunday ones, you say you are in the choir, you say you are whatever. After you don't go back to go and watch to see. What can I do better? Or also listen to the message again. See, when you do these things, you see that there is something that is known as catching the, the spirit of the ministry. So you, 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 you'll be listening. Next time you even know the songs you will sing. Next time you know, it will just come to you. So you follow a man of God closely by following his words. In the old days, they didn't have technology. So to hear like to hear Jesus, 
in the days of Jesus, you have to be in the physical location to hear his words. So we are blessed in our generation. You know, a person can be thousands of miles just now to internet, just click and then you'll be there. Right now, if I want to hear the words of Benny Hinn, any of these guys here, if I want to hear them, I just have to go on the internet and I am there. It's like, how I'm sitting here with you. The same thing is happening. Yeah. The same thing is happening. So, listen to the words carefully. So, physically, yeah, listen to the words. And then, through technology, listen to the words. The anointing is in the words, if you don't know. Jesus said to them, the words I speak unto you, they are spirit, that is the anointing, and they are life. So the anointing is in the words. You don't listen, you are not going to get anything. John 6, verse 63. Somebody should read it. John 6, verse 63. The words that I speak unto you. Yeah. So, if you don't take, you see, you know, how to receive a man of God is to follow the man of God closely. And I'm showing you how to follow a man of God. When you say you are following me, listen to my message. If you don't listen to my messages, you are not my follower. Don't deceive yourself. You can be in close proximity, but you are not my follower. Those who are my followers, they listen. They listen intelligently. They listen to, to the messages and all the various stages of listening. They go through it. You, know, you can listen and really get anointed. You can listen and get anointed. I, 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 somebody introduced me to Pastor Chris. I never knew about him. This is years and years ago, even before he became very, very popular. He was big, but not like now. And, you know, somebody said, introduce me to him. So I, I listened to him. That time, we didn't really have internet and all those things properly. So you just have to buy CDs or other CDs or tapes. So I ordered some CDs and listening to his preaching and other things. And I would listen to it, listen to it the same thing because I didn't buy, a lot. I had only a few of them. So I listened to it, listen to it, the same message. And I was in the army then. I was in the army. Then one day, I came back, because when I come back from work, around 3 o'clock, there is already in a CD, so I'll just play it because I don't watch football and any of those things. I just play it. So one day I came back from work and I, I pushed it in. You know, that time, Amma was, I think, seven years or so. Amisawa was, was like a little baby. And I came back from work and listened to it for a long time. One day, when I came back, I just wanted to listen to it, watch it. 
but it was a video. What is CD? I had, I had um, a CD player and a cassette player in my in my. I was driving a Mercedes at that time, and I had I had CD changer and cassette player at the same time in the in the thing. So I had this cassettes and I'll be listening to work, come back from work. But the video ones, I had a CD, I had a DVD player, so it was there. So one day I came back and I put it on, I was watching, I was changing, I was taking my shirt off and I was still in my boots and everything. And I was watching, I, I, I just was watching, watching it. I was stood by my door, the hall, the door, and I was watch, watching it. And then something came out from the TV. I was just watching it. Something came out from the TV. And then, you know, it just hit me. I found myself on the floor. Yeah. Just through watching and listening. I, and I didn't understand what happened to me. I never, when, when Mama was there, and even, even my mother-in-law was, was in the house at that time. So when I fell down, because Mama was in the living, when I fell down, she thought something had happened to me, but I'd fallen under the anointing. At the anointing, the words that I was listening, it just hit me. Something came from the TV and hit me. And I'd been listening and listening and listening for a long time before this thing happened to me. And I just brushed it aside, but I was anointed at that time. I got anointed. I didn't understand. I didn't know. I couldn't explain. This is not something I could explain. It's only recent that I also heard you know, Bishop Doug explaining that he also had a similar thing with Kenneth Hagan's tapes. And he was explaining the biblical thing that is the words. I didn't understand. It. Nobody taught me anything about it. I just experienced it. So I was I would listen and listen and listen. I, I listened to it, you know, to the point where what was upon the man also came upon me. And you see, Pastor Chris has got a healing, huge healing ministry, and it's the same thing. Yeah. But now when I look back, now through Bishop Doug's books, I've gotten an understanding of what happened. I couldn't explain it to anybody. Nobody could explain it to me. So I just kept it to myself. But now I understand exactly what happened. It's the words. I got anointed then. Yeah. So, and it was, it, you know, it's a unique, it's a spiritual thing for God to draw you to a certain man of God. Some of you, if, you are not, if, if God hasn't drawn you to a man of God, then, you, okay, you said, you, you heard me say, I, 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 was, I was listening to Pastor Chris. So you, you want to go and listen to Pastor Chris. If it is not, a, a, a spiritual thing that God has drawn you to it. You go and listen and you get nothing because you can't even understand what he's saying. That is why there are some preachers, when they preach, you don't understand them. There are some people when they preach, I don't understand what they are saying. It's very difficult for me. But those whom God has drawn me to naturally, when they preach, I understand. And I love to listen and I can listen and listen. So now you, God has given you a father and I'm preaching to you, understanding it clearly. Your mistake is that you don't listen enough. You think once is enough. Even what I've taught tonight, you will not go back to listen to it again until next week. 
how do you want to be anointed with such a behavior? It's not going to be possible. So, it's the words, exposing yourself to the words. That is how you follow a man of God. If you say you are following me, every message, whether written, whether voice, whether video, there's the video component. Even you can, you can learn how to preach by watching the videos, watching it and watching it. The audio is there. The podcast is there. It gives you another dimension. The video too gives you another dimension. Before you are aware, you are preaching just by watching videos and soaking in messages. The art of soaking in, soaking the messages. You say you follow me. You don't listen. Forget it. So you see that there are some people, they are in the church. They don't listen to their own pastor's message, but they are listening to other people, their messages. And so when you tell them to come and do something, you can tell that this guy doesn't listen to you. Because even the way they are praying, the way whatever they are saying, you can see that they are listening to another man of God. Yeah. But you say you are the one that you are in close proximity with, you don't listen. So you you will not receive the anointing. And you, you you know, it's, it's very wrong. The anointing enters when, it's, when the words, are, you're exposing yourself to the words. So decide to stay close to the very end until the anointing which you desire is flowing through your ministry. That's how you follow. Decide. Make a decision. I'm not going to leave... I'm going to go and start my own thing. I'm not like how some muppets have left to go and do nonsense, which is going nowhere. But decide to stay until the end. Second Kings eleven. Elijah Elisha stayed until the very end. So that is how you can receive the anointing. All, all this is, is steps to the anointing. All this we are talking about. And another way is also by laying on of hands. Laying on of hands. So you can receive the anointing by, if I lay hands on you, by that you can receive the anointing. So, and also time. The passage of time. Time is a very important element in the development of. Of any ministry. So, the word of God teaches us that Jesus adds to our gifts when he recognizes that we are faithful with what he has given. Yeah. So time will tell whether you are faithful and then you'll be adding, you'll be adding, you'll be adding, you'll be adding. So time. Don't think that you can just get up one day and within two months you want to do certain things. It is time. Time is also important. So with the passage of time, your faithfulness will be tested. 
Will you still be around in five years' time? Will you still be around in two years? Will you still be around even in six months? Yet today, now, 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 you want to be anointed. God doesn't work that way. He, time, you sometimes, you just wait. You just, the, the only thing will be time. You do the close, you do the following up, uh, the following, the listen, you do all the things we've mentioned. And you still not get anointed because it's not yet time. So all that God will be looking at the little things. Are you going to be faithful with your house fellowships? Are you faithful? Then you'll be adding it. So time will now show who are those who are going to become pastors and who are those who will remain where they are. So these are the steps to anointing. The last one I want to mention. So the quotation for that is Luke 16.10. Luke 16.10. Luke 16.10. Your faithfulness, Luke 16.10. Somebody should read it. So, you know, it's gradual, it's gradual, it's gradual. So maybe today, maybe you see me, I prayed for somebody with stroke uh, or somebody that is paralyzed and walked up and his walk. And you, you say you want to go and try that. Be careful. Be careful because I didn't just get to that stage. It's time. God adds gradually, gradually. So you might pray for headaches and other things, but... I have to gradually and time. You know, I heard Bishop that saying a story about how when he started the ministry and he didn't wait for these sort of things. He went to go and pray for somebody who was dead. He went there, he went there and he went to pray. And the person didn't get up. And you know, he didn't understand. Because he he wasn't ready for that. God, you know, he was just starting ministry and he hadn't built himself and showed himself faithful over time. So God can't just let you start raising the dead. Raising the dead is not a small thing. It's a, it's a, it's a serious thing. It's a very serious thing. You know, the closest I've come to praying for a dead person is somebody that was in a coma. I was in a coma. And I've been praying for people for a long time before that opportunity came. I went to pray for that person and you know, she got better. She was actually brain dead. So, and I've prayed for dead babies in the, in the, in the womb. Yeah. To go and pray for dead person like, like Jesus went to pray for Lazarus is not a small thing. But you see, when he said when he when he went to do that, a person didn't wake up now. But now years now, almost he's been into ministry now over 30 years now. Now when he holds crusades, dead people he has dead people have been raised in his crusades now. So it's a matter of time for the anointing. You know. So like you are singing. You are singing, you are singing, you are singing. 
as you are showing yourself faithful, see that God will be increasing the anointing and anointing and anointing. And then see how the gospel musicians and stars they sing. When you show yourself faithful, that can also happen to you. Yeah. So steps to the anointing. Steps to the anointing. So this is the the I think the last one is minister to the man of God. The last step to the anointing. Minister to the man of God. Communicate things. Galatians 6 6 is the principle. He whoever is teaching you, you must also communicate good things to him. So minister. Learn how to give gifts. The woman that the woman that broke the alabaster box on Jesus' head. Jesus honored this woman till eternity. Said, wherever the gospel is preached, your name will be mentioned. Because she released out from a substance. So minister to the man of God. Yeah. You can catch the anointing just by a gift. It won't be out of church. Maybe something. And you'll be fortunate. Anointing can be released on you. So, that is be on your feet. Let's stretch a little. We will be running up very soon. So, vessel change, you see. Don't take the hard route of wanting to sleep. It's just 10 o'clock. You, you want to be a pastor at this time. You, you want to sleep. Yeah, I'm serious. <laughs> I have been with you throughout the whole day, isn't it? I've had meetings and meetings and this and that and that and that. I've come to preach. I'm here with you. I'm not, when I go, I'm not going to go and sleep. You are, you are, you are crying for your bed. Message change. Laziness will not take you anywhere. Mm -hmm. have to, have to endure hardness. Eh? Have to endure hardness. You can, if, if, if you are to sleep, then sleep early, so that by this time you wake up and then you pray from ten to two. Yeah. Either you sleep early and wake up 10 to 2 or stay late because right now people who really want to make who, who are people who are going to make impact they are not sleeping nobody who is going to make him even Akufuado is not asleep I can assure you you might be in a meeting now sometimes they stay maybe 12 1 that's when they are finishing before they can go yeah so you want to be something and be impactful remove sleep from your eyes it's not, it's, what is sleep going to do what does Sam um, and so you want to do the sleep and it's not going to help you eh? it's take a hard option eh? go and make coffee or something and keep your eyes open don't, don't sleep don't sleep you think I'm you think I'm not tired. I'm very tired, but I have a lot of things I have to do before I sleep. So I will do it before I sleep. So take the sleep out of your eyes. Hmm? And and shake it out of yourself. So 
I want us to pray shortly, maybe to for the next 10, 15 minutes. We are praying for tomorrow, the radio program. And then we are communicating before God's hands, asking God to help us win more souls. 30 minutes, but it should be impactful. Souls should be won. And, and people should come and, and come and give their lives to Jesus Christ. The word should come and touch people's lives. So we are going to pray for just about 10, 10 minutes or so. Then we'll be rounding up. So take turns to lead. Short, short, short. 10, 15 minutes, then we are finished.